I'm currently on the phone with Wendy. She's another one of the musicians that reached out about the interview series. So I'm going to go ahead and give her the chance to introduce herself. Hey, um, my name is Wendy Dumond, and I am a performing songwriter and musician. I'm based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I play in a band called Blackfoot Daisy, and I also have um, kind of a solo project that I'm doing on the side. It's uh, more of a grungy rock and roll thing called Bog Witch. Um, and that, I guess that's it. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Um, so I always like to start in the beginning with these interviews. Uh, why don't you give me some detail about, you know, how you first uh, found music? And what about it, like, pulled you in and made you want to participate in it? Oh, gosh. I, I don't know. I think the time from the time that I was a really small child, I've always been interested in music. I can remember writing songs in the car when I was probably three or four years old. Um, I've always been an avid music listener. Um, and in my twenties, I got a guitar and I played for about a year and a half and then I kind of gave it up and, um, work family, all those things sort of got in the way. Um, but when I was a little bit older in my late thirties, I took it up again and, um, I started playing guitar and writing songs and, um, and then eventually I joined a band in 2013, and I've been a performing songwriter since that time. Okay, so you've kind of always had uh, interactions with music intermittently throughout you know, your childhood years, teenage years, and then uh, you know, becoming an adult. Yeah, yeah. When I was um, in, I think, elementary school, about fourth or fifth grade, I took piano lessons for a couple of years. And then we moved, and um, later on when I was a, a teenager, I took piano lessons again for about another year. But then it was another, you know, seven or eight years before I picked up the guitar, and then like another 10 years after that before I tried it again. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, when you were going through school or anything, did you participate in like the traditional uh, band curriculum at all? Yeah, I was um, in marching band for a couple of years in high school. I played the E flat alto saxophone. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, um, what kind of uh, pulled you back and forth in that learning process where, you know, you'd pick it up for a bit and then life would happen? You know, what was that process like? Well, you know, I, I think I'm kind of a perfectionist. So, I think when initially, especially when I was younger, if I couldn't play something the way I heard it, then I would get frustrated. And I think that was kind of the source of me giving up mm. was my own, you know, inability to kind of execute what I was hearing. But as I've gotten older, I've just learned to be a lot more accepting and patient with myself. And um, one thing I've realized, too, is the consistency. Um, you will get better if you don't stop. But if you stop, you're not going to get better. So, <laughs> you know, that's one of the things I think this last stint of playing the guitar has taught me, you know, I've been doing it now for about 14 years. And, um, I feel like just now I'm able to kind of do things that I've heard in my head for a long time, but wasn't ever really able to, you know, make my hands work right to do mm -hmm. it. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think the consistency and just keeping at it has been the most important thing that I've, skill or thing that I've developed out of it. Sure. They say you should, you know, pick up an instrument at least 20 minutes a day in order to, you know, really learn how to play it. 
Yeah, I, I do think that's true. And, and, um, that really is, um, like I can tell, um, we, uh, with the band, usually we rehearse a couple of times a week, but sometimes we have weeks where, you know, we're be- between shows and there's no need to rehearse or mm-hmm. practice or whatever. And I know like if I don't fill in the time during those down periods, when I come back to it to practice with the band, you know, it, it's it's like getting back on the horse takes a few minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you're not being consistent and practicing the whole time. <laughs> you got to crack your hand a little bit to get it to move the right way. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. So uh, once you did kind of decide that you, you know, we're going to get back into it, you're going to commit to it this time. Um, what were kind of the steps for like your learning process? And did you kind of immediately just jump into playing with other musicians or did you kind of uh, take your time to get acclimated? Oh, yeah, I definitely took my time. I had probably been playing about five or six years before I even started playing <laughs> with other people. Um, I, you know, again, I think it's just me being very conscious of, you know, how I sound and and what I was doing. And, and I, I, I've, said this to people before, you know, if I can't play it well, then I just don't play it. I don't think it's so much true for me these days, but I definitely had that mentality. Um, but I also took some guitar lessons and that was very helpful for me too. Mm -hmm. Um, especially my teacher really worked with me on not stopping when I would screw up, you know, because I had this bad habit of I'd play something and I'd mess up and I'd start over. And he, told me, you know, to mentally picture little kittens dying every time I stopped. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I, I it worked. That's one way, you know, you know. Yeah. that was, uh, it worked. that was one of the, uh, the lessons I learned early on in my like piano lessons and stuff. My instructor would tell me, you know, if you get 75% of the way through a song and you screw up and then you start over, you're essentially, you know, not doing yourself any favor because you're never playing the end. So you're never yes. going to get good at that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so once you did start playing with uh, other musicians, you know, you said it took you a few years. Um, did you uh, look out on like Craigslist or was it just your local community that you started finding musicians to play with? Describe some of that process. Well, that process for me was a little bit different. I, I, um, I was writing songs after I'd been playing for a couple of years, and I found a couple of um, online songwriting forums, a forum called Just Plain Folks and another one called the Muses Muse Songwriting Message Board. And it was kind of a community where people could post their MP3s and other people would listen to their songs mm-hmm. and comment on them. And through posting my songs online, I actually met a few local people musicians and um, one musician invited me to a jam. And so I went to the jam and um, that was really kind of the beginning of me playing with other people. Okay. And so that was just kind of a random get together of a bunch of musicians. Yeah. um, It was kind of structured. They had, you know, uh, a song book. It was Mm -hmm. um, like a song circle kind of thing, like a folk song circle. And people would pick a song out of the book and then everybody in the room would play it and we'd all sing along. And, you know, it was a a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And we we always had a good time doing that. Um, But then it it seemed like there were certain people who sort of gravitated towards one another, you know, because Mm -hmm. there were certain people who wrote songs that came to those things. And, 
And so a group of us kind of splintered off from that and formed kind of a songwriting group where we would give ourselves prompts and we would write songs to the prompts. And um, eventually um, a couple of us paired up and formed a band. And so that was kind of how it all started. <laughs> okay. So uh, your the current project that you're, you, well, you did mention that you also have a solo project, but we'll focus on um, your non-solo project for the moment. That, that sure. evolved out of this whole songwriting or songbook group yes yeah basically it did because um one of the the guys that i met there um we started a duo um and then um his son joined our band and he played with us for a while and so we called ourselves blackfoot daisy and we started booking shows and um playing around at local coffee houses and things like that and then um, the, his son dropped out and we got a fiddle player, a guy who had, um, a bl- bluegrass background cause we were kind of an Americana duo. Mm-hmm. And, um, out of that, then now we've got another, you know, we've gone through several different soloists and now we've got, um, a soloist who's also a songwriter and sings harmonies with us and plays a variety of instruments. So, um, it's rounded us out very nicely. Awesome. So um, why don't you give me some detail about uh, that project? Um, are you guys writing and recording or are you just looking to play shows? What What's going on with that project? Well, right now we uh, we've released we released an EP in 2015 and then in 2020, really, we released a full length album of songs that we had written um, and as it stands right now, um, you know, with COVID and everything for a time, we couldn't perform. So we performed a lot online. Um, you know, we have our own Facebook page, so we would go, we had a show on Sunday nights that we would go live from. And, um, we had a, you know, it was kind of like a little kind of hee-haw show where we would (laughs) Mm -hmm. do a weekly letter and, you know, it was very casual and a lot of fun. And, um, and then in addition to that, we performed on a lot of different other uh, sites. And um, so, you know, we performed online during COVID and since during the different, you know, aspects of COVID before Delta, when, you know, people were getting back out for a while, we were definitely out then last summer, played a lot of breweries and a lot of, um, we've done some restaurants, you know, we've, we've done bars, we, we do basically the gamut (laughs) um so you know we kind of play anywhere and everywhere we can and then also we play online and and um, we've released two um discs of music now okay and so what do you think like the next steps are for that project do you think you guys are going to go back to the studio or are you just looking to do some touring we um we are talking about maybe next summer um do we had toured a little bit um a few years ago we did the carolinas and um some in alabama um just some kind of small venues around in that in that three state area um but we're talking about maybe trying to do that again um and maybe book some better venues this time when we go back out mm-hmm. um cuz we have a lot you know that was back when we were first starting and I, I think now we have a lot more contacts and we've broadened our our network i think a lot of a lot of this is just networking and sure. you know getting to know people too um and you know some touring acts have come through and we've we've um, you know opened for them at various venues around town as well mm-hmm. so that kind of gives us connections you know to places 
outside of Atlanta that we can go play at. Um, so we're definitely looking at that in the future. And we've got a number of uh, songs recorded that are mastered and ready to go. We're just going to um, start releasing them pretty soon. Sure. So tell me about your uh, solo project. What are you, what are you working on? Um, solo projects sort of came out of the pandemic. Um, I, before I, you know, joined Blackfoot Daisy, which is definitely more of a folky Americana, all acoustic kind of thing. Um, I, you know, was always kind of a rock and roll person. And so during the pandemic, I started listening to a lot of that stuff again, you know, because I was working from home and I just would, you know, work and listen to music. And um, so that made me decide that I wanted to maybe pick up the electric guitar and play electric guitar because I'd never done it before. Mm-hmm. And that evolved into a four song EP of songs that are very sort of, um, you know, they're kind of feminist in bent, um, kind of harken back to the days of Riot Girl and L7 and Courtney Love and Liz Fair and all those 90s bands. <laughs> yeah, sure. Cool. So that that's what that project is. And I finally just finished the last, released the last uh, song for that project on March 8th, which was International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very cool. So what are some of your favorite memories that you've had in the time that you've been working on music, whether it's, you know, something that had an impact on you or something that, you know, keeps you motivated? Oh, gosh. Um, I've, <laughs> you know, we've, we've, uh, we've, kind of paid our dues you know we've played a lot of places sometimes we've played to nobody and sometimes we've played to you know several hundred people um you know we've not really broken out to you know bigger venues yet but i you know you could always dream (laughs) (laughs) but you know i think i think mostly um for me those experiences are sort of a, a collective of you know just positive things like I never I never thought that I would be able to go as far as I have with this so um and I I think you know every time we play you know when somebody comes up and says you know hey we just really enjoyed you guys and we love your music you know that's I think um you know makes it all I think I'd do it anyway regardless Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it just makes it better when you know you have a people that you connect to and mm-hmm. or somebody comes up and tells you you know your song made me cry i mean i i don't want to make people people cry but it's <laughs> like at the same time they connect you know they connected right. to what you did and i think that's really what i think one thing that's happened from doing music for me is that you know i don't i don't know that i had you know like huge expectations but i think you kind of like initially when you start doing it it's all about you um and then i think as you evolve as a musician and an artist um you realize you know it's really about the audience mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know if if you connect with the audience then you've won you know mm-hmm. if you can sit in a room and nobody's talking and nobody's looking at their phone and they're listening to what you're doing and saying and they're enjoying it and maybe they're escaping a crappy day, you know, um, that's, that's really the reward that you get for making music, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. It's, and it gets harder and harder every day to pull people away from their phones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's difficult, you know? Um, well, since we're talking about phones, uh, what are some of the social media where people can find your stuff? <laughs> well, um, right now, uh, Blackfoot Daisy is the name of the band that I play in. And, um, we have a YouTube channel. I believe it's called Blackfoot Daisy Music. And um, 
we are on SoundCloud and Spotify and Bandcamp and um, all the other, you know, venues like Deezer and um, Apple mm-hmm. Music. You know, you, you can find us on all those platforms. Um, and then all, my solo project is called Bog Witch. And that is also out on Spotify and um, Apple, you know, iTunes, I don't know if iTunes still exists, but there's Apple Music, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I have a YouTube channel, which is Wendy Dumont Music um, as well. And um, most of the, all of the Bogwitch uh, EP has videos attached to it. Um, so, and they're all on my Wendy Dumont music channel. And of course I'm on Facebook. I have an artist page and then a regular page and I'm on Instagram. Awesome. Very and the cool. band is too. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. I'll make sure all that stuff gets added in there. Um, so I always like to give the person I'm interviewing the opportunity to put out their last word. So just a message that you want to throw out there. Um, well, my message would be, you know, just, um, love yourself for who you are. <laughs> I think that um, a lot of me doing music, you know, has evolved into me accepting, you know, accepting the fact that I'm not perfect, accepting the fact that I'm, I'm, you know, not always going to be, you know, the most perfect person in the room. But, you know, I can be the person who tells a story that people connect to, you know, Um, and I think that that's been a reward for me for putting myself out there that you know there are other people like me who enjoy what i like and um listen to my songs and enjoy them and you know and and i think you know it's all about connecting with other people because i think in this era even though we have all these devices and ways to connect with other people it just seems like they sort of stand in the way in some regard you know with our connections so um, I think that that's really, um, for me, what music has been the ultimate reward 